This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. Happy Monday morning, everybody. It is April 4th, 2016. It's springtime. Can't you feel it in the air? Now, a lot of you have blizzards right now, but that's beside the point. It is springtime, and that means that we are just one step closer to a new Ghostbusters movie. Did you guys catch that new show on CNN about the 80s? Yeah, no mentions of Ghostbusters yet. Come on, what are they reporting on over there? Jeez. Still playing with Toys.net presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. Felt great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Good response to your drink last week, by the way. Was there? Yeah. I, I didn't like, really watch uh, for it. Well, I, you you put out the word that you wanted people to um, guess, guess what, what you were going was. to be drinking. Nobody uh, guessed it. Nobody guessed it, and now you know. I think everybody uh, because it came out of left field. Everybody is, is entranced by the golden <laughs> Cadillac. Yeah, I gotta I gotta fix that one a bit. I gotta tweak that one. As I said in the last episode, I'm really gonna. I, I really should alter it to make it a proper. It's already got a Bill Murray lineage. I just need to twe- and a Cadillac to boot. So I just need to tweak it just over, like you suggested. To, yeah, yeah, a little something. What? Uh, I know you just ate a couple of peeps. You washing it down or anything? Is anything happening tonight? Yeah, I'm. I'm having uh, some dihydrogen monoxide. Dihydrogen monoxide? Oh, Troy, you went to high school. Come on. I I'm operating off of like single digits <laughs> of <true>. sleep here. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Die meaning two, uh, mono meaning one, two hydrogen, one oxygen. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, that sounds like a strong drink there. Yeah, it sounded good for a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> no, after the sugar I've been eating, it's like, no. No, yeah, you got to clear that out. Yeah. No, I think that, that actually brings up a good point. I'm I'm operating on zero sleep, and uh, people might be expecting, because the Ghostbusters International number three came out uh, on comic shops today as we're recording this, and people are probably like, "Where is the cyclotron?" <laughs> it's it's coming, it's coming. I promise. Uh, we're running a little bit behind on cyclotron, but don't worry, that's that's coming. And it'll in, show in, in up. Due Besides, time. it's it's a round table. There's no there's no real timeline on a round yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's roughly close. We like to be timely about it, but at the same time, we want to make sure that it's a good discussion, and I want to make sure that uh, we dedicate the, the time to it that it needs. And uh, I, uh, I've been working on a book deadline, and uh, that deadline was on Tuesday, and I'm still not finished. Troy's so if that been working tells on you a book anything, all yeah. the live long day. <sighs> Railroad. Hey, it's public domain too. Nice. Man at bay. Hey. <laughs> it's uh it's it's harrowing. But I'm almost there. It's almost done. So don't don't worry, more attention will be uh, given to podcasts very soon, I promise. But for now, hey, look at this rundown. We got a lot that we've got to get to uh, this week, so let's do it. Sure. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Dota. Okay, let's start with Ghostbusters 2016 uh, because it's it's just easier to kind of lump everything together into topics. <laughs> we'll talk about the new movie, then we'll get into all the other stuff. But um, uh, we're we're getting to the point where we're uh, you know we're a few months out from the actual release, so we're starting to see all of the. Um, you know, the, the media outlets are doing their summer movie previews and we're seeing them posting up all of their exclusive imagery because the, That's right. the marketing machine is like, you get this extra image and you get this extra image and you get exclusivity on it and you get exclusivity on it. And a reminder to all the fans out there who think that they're, they're not paying attention to the fans, who got the very first exclusive picture first? Yeah, very true. Fans first. It went, it went through a, a certain proton charging, if I do recall. That's right. Um... um but now you know the the little the meager papers, uh, USA Today and Empire. <laughs> they're they're getting their turn, and oh, good on them. Um, 
no, I'm so happy for them. So happy for them. They're they're finally they're gonna make it. I have a good feeling about those two. Um, but uh, so okay, so Empire had this photo that came out just recently. It's a, a great shot from the the Beasts of Mayhem concert. Uh, you know, no no spoilers, but I think it's out there, so it's okay. Um, but it's it's a great shot of the four leads with their. I'm guessing these are one of a few proton packs that are prototypes. Maybe they look different. It's the ones that we kind of saw when they went and they visited the children's hospital. Um, Yeah. It's the one with, um, Oh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's got an external handle and thumb switch on the side of the box. Yeah. Big, big, heavy barrel. And like, it's a, it's a much meatier thrower than the ones we saw on the trailer thing on the top. Right. Like this. Yeah. It almost feels. And, and the cool thing is they've, you know, because it's a photo that has the visual effects built into it. So they've shown us the beams here and they're kind of this wild spray, almost like a fire hose. It's a different type of beam. It's not controlled. And, you know, we get the sense that maybe this is, if it is a prototype, it's, it's a little unwieldy. It's like the, the whole getting the, the smoke into a bottle with a, a tennis racket that they talked about for the original film. So I, th- I thought that inter- was pretty yeah, cool. It, which is interesting because it means we're kind of getting a sense of a timeline of all the stuff we've seen before. Like it gives the suggestion that this is probably one of their earlier busts rather than something to do with the big, larger the big bad in the, the third act sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, so a, good, maybe a good second act. Yeah, piece, piecing together when all of these things happen, which which is really nice. Um, and I think, so USA Today, their photo was a little more uh, mysterious because it's, again, the four leads standing around a table with Kevin, and it looks like they're <laughs> in the Chinese restaurant. Um, and it's, it's sort of like an in-between, maybe an expositional dialogue scene, so you're not yeah. quite getting quite as much from this, but... The background has a lot of cool stuff in it. And you you found something in there, right, Chris, that I thought was of interest? Yeah. It's not as high-res as Empire. Empire posted, well, really high-res, I think. Did they put it on uh, Imgur? Imgur? Yeah, it's on Im- Imgur, and it's it's so, my desktop pattern now because yeah, it's, it's nice and high-res. Yeah, it's nice and high-res, um, whereas USA Today had their, their web one. There might be a higher-res. I haven't gone digging for it, but... What they put out was, you know, very 640-480 sort of resolution. And um, what initially I thought, I was, I thought I found something special. And I was like, there's something on his forearm and it's not a smudge. Uh, and I was right, but it's not uh, necessarily related to the movie. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has um, uh, runes, uh, you know, ancient Norse ah. runes on his arm, which uh, it's his family. Each one corresponds to a letter well it's a hard one because it i think it's technically phonetic but you map it over as best you can and it's like the first initial of each member of his family him him his wife and his uh, three kids oh that's cool and so yeah. it's just a tattoo down his forearm just, a, just that you a, see. yeah oh, the under cool. forearm he and you know i, I when i went looking for that because that's one of the, the easiest things to find on Google. Celebrity and the word tattoo. And, you'll <laughs> and find photos something. of Chris Hemsworth, I'm sure, yeah. Well, what I found, though, was an article where he was complaining a bit because he loves it and means a lot to him. But, you know, like every celebrity who has a – especially, you know, big big name celebrities who are in lots of big high-profile movies. That's a lot of time in the makeup chair that, or at least a little extra time in the makeup chair that were it not there. Uh, but in this case, uh, yeah, he didn't have to cover it up. They said, go for it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, nine times out of 10, you're right. They make them covered up. They put the airbrush makeup on it because it doesn't have anything to do with the character or it's something that's personal to them and it's somebody's name that they don't want to go through the clearances or it's a trademarked uh, uh, tattoo as we yeah. saw with the, with the hangover where they got sued because it was the Mike Tyson <laughs> tattoo. Who knew? Um, Who knew? But, but- uh, you also pointed out the trap in the background. I think that's the first time we've actually seen a, f- a photo of the trap, right? No. No. A photo, yes, technically. But if you mean we've seen a, a picture of it that wasn't in the, the secret website, we did see it in the trailer in the background. Oh, you do? Okay. I I guess I, I still haven't seen it in the trailer. But yeah, it's, the secret it's, website. It's very, this is much clearer. But in the trailer, huh. it's you can see it inside a like a glass-fronted box. 
Oh, interesting. Which, okay. which led to a lot of people to wonder: Is oh, this oh, the, how the this is how they flush it in the containment unit, or what's all that all about? Yeah, and so what's interesting to me is that it at least being in the background, it's it's tough to get an idea of the scale, but it looks big. And in, in this particular photo, it looks large compared to that one. Um, now, yeah, because I'm thinking about it, I do recall that again. No sleep, forgive me. Um, but yeah, the. <laughs> The, the containment unit one looks like the the bank vault tubes where this looks a lot larger. So maybe that's a prototype trap or something. Again, or could a, be iterations. Don't we don't know. Yeah. Right? So, uh, so at any rate, very interesting. We've got these photos coming out. It's a safe assumption there's a whole lot more to come. I'm sure we'll start getting a lot of character photos and that kind of stuff as all of these these places start running all of their uh, their various magazine articles and, and running their specials. But um, yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um, also, Batman versus Superman came out this past week. Uh, Never I, heard of it. Yep, I I saw it, and that's all we'll say. Um, but uh, oh no, Troy, come <laughs> on, <laughs> not you too. Oh boy, oh boy. Ugh. Yeah, it was right. I mean, there are things that I liked and things that I didn't like, and that's that's all that I'll say. But uh, we've discussed this before. I have a very different approach to movies. Yeah, than, yeah. Than most people go to. I all I know is that I've. It, yeah, I've been. If you had told you know eight year old me that there was going to be a movie where Superman fought Batman, my head would have exploded. So, I know, I know. Who, who am I to betray him by nitpicking a few things? Yeah, that's true. Eight eight year old me would have enjoyed it. I probably would not have been allowed to watch it, but I definitely would have enjoyed it. Yeah, I, and come yeah. on, Wonder Woman took a huge yeah. hit and then smiled. Come on. Great. Ben Affleck is Batman. Fantastic. Uh, The design of his suit. Excellent. Wonder Woman's theme. Great. Uh, But, uh, you know, it it had it had a few problems. I need to see it again. Again, I'm very tired and I'm very cranky. So that probably affected it as well. But, you know, you know. But anyway, so people. But anyways. People have seen the film, and a lot of you out there saw a, a certain trailer beforehand, a certain uh-huh. Ghostbusters trailer beforehand. Now, what's interesting is a lot of you out there saw a certain trailer that was not the trailer that you were probably expecting to see. And, and Chris, I've heard a rumor that you were one of those people. <laughs> was it a rumor? I, I thought I said outright. Um, yeah, no, I went and saw it on... Uh yeah, it was Thursday. So it opened on Thursday, and uh, I uh, took the company to go see it, as we often do. The team likes to go see. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's the, very the big, nice of you. The big genre blockbusters, and uh, went and saw it uh, at a nice old cinema here in town. And yeah, right there at the beginning, um, along with um, the Harry Potter prequel, uh, we got the uh, not in three D. Uh, although I heard a couple of people talk about they did get to see it in 3D, which I was curious about because I was at a 3D screening and it wasn't in 3D. Yeah, it's very curious, especially <clears throat> given the digital distribution as to why everybody didn't get the same thing. But but yeah. interestingly enough, it you was... got you got the international trailer. Yeah, again, which I just assumed. I was like, really? Canada's international? All right, uh, All right sure. Hollywood, you're crazy. But then I asked somebody, somebody said, I have the international trailer. And I said, are you in Canada? And, and he said, no, I'm in Michigan. I'm like, oh. Um, yeah, no. And we, we heard from Craig and Abigail, who you've heard on this this very show uh, out in Atlanta. They they heard it uh, as well, or they saw the, the international trailer as well. So definitely not seeing the domestic trailer. Now, why, I wonder why is that? Do you think that maybe the more favorable reaction to the international trailer prompted a a little bit of a switcheroo here, or do you think that this is just something like, yeah, the distributors saw there were two trailers. This one was longer and they liked it better. I'm going to put that one in. Mm, Oh boy. No, I think, well, I think we'd be blind not to assume that, you know, the, the first two and the reaction it got didn't play into it. Um, I mean the second one, the international one got nowhere near the same eyeballs as the first one, but, and I, I mean, who knows how much of it is, a real stat versus just a, you know, an internet outrage stat. But at the end of the day, generally, it did seem people appreciated the the second one better. I'm not among them. I, I liked it, but I I still like the first one a bit better. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I, I I think that that might have just been it because the thing hmm. is, is in front of a trailer, they're again they'd be idiotic to assume that everybody in the movie theater, even if even you know, Batman versus Superman, which is a, you know, very genre probably overlaps heavily with fans of Ghostbusters and all that. They can't assume everybody, uh, you know, saw the trailers online. So if you have one that it seems more, you know, 
broadly audience friendly run that one because that's yeah, what you want right that's what you want you want the the more favorable reaction i don't i mean a lot of times these the the projectionists they get to do things at their discretion you know they they're not told to attach certain trailers to certain movies they're actually they're suggested to attach certain movies to certain trailers you know when ghostbusters comes out they'll say you know this would go well with 10 cloverfield lane and they will they'll tell them what it should be attached to but they, they're not necessarily bound to do that so i'm wondering in some cases, yeah, maybe Sony said we would suggest you attach the domestic trailer, but also here's the international trailer and here's the 3D trailer and here's the scope trailer and, you know, all of the dis- different aspect ratios and formats of the trailer that they have their choice from and then they kind of get to do what, what they I want. Yes, but... I didn't hear anybody seeing the first one, though. Oh, nobody got the domestic trailer. I what? never heard. Um, hmm. And I don't know if that's just because I didn't dig enough, but I, you know. I mean, I sit in a circle of Ghostbusters-related noise, right? Like, that's that's the, the blessing and the curse of doing the website for 20 years <laughs> is that I'm just in a, I'm just in a, a tornado of information that's Ghostbusters. So many voices. Tinged, right? So many voices. Yeah. So my assumption, and, and again, sometimes it's uh, perhaps a little sloppy, I'm getting old and I've got a kid. Um, <laughs> the I just assume that things of a certain level of of interest or notability will just kind of, you know, slap me in the face and I don't haven't heard that. Yeah. No. Interesting. Um and there's there's also the possibility that they're treating the international trailer as trailer 2 or trailer B um and Yeah. you know, maybe uh, again it's the more recent trailer so the the theaters look at it and they go, oh, that's the most recent one. I'm going to show the most recent one. Why would I show that's the teaser true. trailer? I'm going to show trailer two or trailer B. So That is true. That's a possibility. Or timing, but... too. Like The other thing is, is they are slightly different lengths, so... yeah. That might well, also factor into it a lot. Let's let's play with uh, let's play with this notion of you being amid a lot of voices here, Chris, because this sure. this intrigues me. Because okay, we had a lot of reports of booze. We had a lot of reports of cheers. We had a lot of reports of uh, I don't care. We had a lot of reports of Oh my God, I'm so there. It's going to be the best time ever. Huh? Um, it just you know you you heard a lot of those voices. I'm sure. Uh, people might have seen you doing something on Facebook that we mentioned last week, speaking <laughs> of an orchestra of voices. I thought and, you were going to ask me uh, what the reaction was in my theater. Oh, well, f- let's let's start there, but then I want to talk about this sure. Facebook thing, because it, it was an enigma to a lot of people, which disappoints me, because you guys should be listening to us. Come on. We know. We should go, to, we should go with the other one, because frankly, the reaction in the, the theater I was at was... Uh, it's not a very good story. Uh, it, it wasn't, it was fairly busy. I'd say there was, it's a theater that, you know, seats 300, something like that. And it was probably about a third full. It was the earliest of the opening mm. day and it's a small single screen, right? It's not part of a megaplex or anything. Okay. Like said, All right. So it's one. not a big multiplex theater. Yeah. But still it's halfway decent crowd and, uh, no booze, uh, chuckles and a couple of big laughs in a couple of places. That's about it. Which, like which said, sounds like your ordinary average screening yeah. trailer response. No, I don't see a lot of people cheering. I don't see a lot of people booing at theaters unless it's like a rowdy Friday night crew where you've got, yeah. you know, pe- people trying to do their own mystery science theater and, and trying to get a, a laugh out of their friends. That's the only time you really see it. So that I had a similar experience. Uh, I didn't see the Ghostbusters trailer, but the same reaction to every other trailer that was in front of Batman Superman to me. So, you know, it could have been any trailer up there. It would have gotten the same response. So yeah, at any rate, but, but let's, okay, let's talk about this. I, <laughs> I want to hear your scientific, <laughs> your scientific method here behind. Okay. So let me give the backstory and then I'll let you explain what your, your uh, experiment was. But last week, Chris was saying that he wanted to start an underground betting pool uh, that it didn't matter what we would post on social media, no matter what he would put up to uh, his Facebook page or his Twitter, it could be anything. It could be uh, lorem ipsum. It could be garbledygook. It could be anything, just even like the word Ghostbusters. And he wanted to see how long it would take for all of those those very vocal negative people to chime in. Yeah. And so... I, and, and I got the scientific answer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I I started with the the more verbose uh, Ghostbusters is a movie that was released in 1984, uh, which in retrospect seems a little too easy because that just opens the door to go and it's the one true one and that's exactly what I got. Yeah. Uh, I then yeah. went to Ghostbusters is a movie. Um, I did one more, uh, the two more after that. What was the next one? 
I think, you oh, did, just Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I you just, did one that was, uh, there are plans to make many more Ghostbusters right. films after this one. After this one. Yeah. Uh, and then I did just the word Ghostbusters, and they still kept going. Uh, and I can say scientifically that the cutoff point is between the word Ghostbusters and the initials GB. <laughs> I did. I noticed that. That's where people really got perplexed, and they just started giving you other acronyms. But, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it just turned into, and not a single person could find a real good reason. Or no. a, a suitable oh, response to just the the initials GB. Well, uh, I I almost thought about chiming in and giving you a, a suggestion because I liked the idea of if you posted just in text form something to the effect of like um, a Ghostbusters sequel will feature a slight spin on the same plot of the first film, will feature the Ghostbusters theme song in the context of the film, and the characters are aware that the theme song exists. Uh, there will be translucent humanoid ghosts walking toward camera and just go through all these things that would explain Ghostbusters 2, but also would explain the new film and then just just see what the reaction would be. That might've been too much room though. I think it might've been too, yeah, it might've been too much. I think going with your thing, if you put too much in, like if I put Ipsum Lorem, that's just too much stuff. Like they just would have. Uh, it's too what? much of an opening. Yeah, okay, okay. It's just space. I got it. Whatever. <laughs> it was amusing. And it was also amusing to watch the, the. well, some people got downright insulting. Like, <laughs> they no, had no idea what I was doing, but decided that that's, that they should perhaps insult me for, for, for typing such short little blurbs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw one that said, did we get a new admin? I saw another one that said, Chris is drunk. I saw another one that said, uh, I think he's lost it. Yeah. Um, you, oh, you're if really I lose confused. it, you'll know it. <laughs> there is, will be tears and, and fire. Dear God, what have we done? Look at the monster that we have created. Exactly. What have we done? But uh, yeah, so so a very interesting scientific experiment. I, I so saw one scientific. It's not even funny. But anyways, <laughs> within twenty minutes, I think the one that was uh, Ghostbusters. When when you posted up Ghostbusters was a movie that happened in nineteen eighty four. It only took like twenty minutes for the first one to come in, and it is the only true film that has yep. ever been existence. No. Blah, 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 blah. Takes no time at Ooh, all. Boy, some people uh, are very predictable. Apparently, we've. We've, we've found a pattern. They move in herds. <laughs> they do move in herds. See previous episode for my uh, decision to just sort of dial back on uh, dealing with that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Too listen, old, listen to last too week. tired. And again, if you were confused by it, you should have listened to last week's episode anyway. Come too, on. Too little joy in the world. I'm just going to. Too little joy in the world. Too little joy in Batman, Superman. But moving on. Uh, oh. WonderCon. <laughs> WonderCon uh, happened last week as well. There wasn't a whole lot of news that came out of the event that's of relevance to us, but Sony was there in full force. They had uh, Uber-like rides that they were offering in the new Ectomobile, and uh, it it really it it became a really good photo op. Uh, a lot of people were talking about it on social media. Look at the car that picked me up. Look at the car that took me to Taco Bell. You know, just this this very cool, unique experience. I actually went to. Uh, WonderCon to pick something up from Joe Luna. He gave me a, a new uh, motherboard to work on my reboot Proton Pack when I find time in my life. But as we were waiting to make a, a left-hand turn out of the, the convention hall, sure enough, there goes the Ectomobile. It crossed right in front of us with the siren on and everything. It was so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Clever. Very, very clever. Clever idea. And, you know, it's they didn't really go all out. They didn't have a panel. They didn't have a booth. And again, it's, it's a little early and, and it makes a lot of sense. They're probably holding, holding on to that kind of stuff for now. But, um, yeah, I, I'm also wondering if they took people home because, uh, my wife has a salon, uh, down near Santa Monica. And she said that she saw the Ectomobile down there. And I said, what? That's like a half hour, 20 minutes away from the convention yeah. center. So, um, maybe they really were doing Uber or Lyft rides in the Ectomobile and <laughs> driving people all around Los Angeles. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, is there any point where it's a, f- a fail? Probably not. I mean, if I it goes anywhere, I, people are going to take pictures to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, so. I mean, and as long as the car is more reliable than the uh, 59 Caddy, which apparently breaks down every three <laughs> blocks, you know, then sure, yeah. why not? You might be able to keep a, what was it? Have we determined if it's an 82 or an 85? Auto The automotive whatever website. Um, there was the auto blog that uh, called it yeah. out as a very uninteresting car, and I think they called it an 1982. But at the exact same yeah. time, they said 
uh, Ghostbusters was an Academy Award winning. So if they're not going to do their research, they don't get to dictate opinions at us. That's my stance. <laughs> exactly. And we don't get to take uh, their advice that it's an 82. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Either, you know? Can we trust them to get anything right? No. <laughs> Can they be believed? But, yeah, I, t- uh, I tweeted them a, a friendly uh, FYI about that. They didn't get back to me. No, yeah, sometimes that uh, happens. Oh, internet well. journalists, what the aye, hell? Aye, aye. But uh, hey, Cryptozoic was at WonderCon, speaking of uh, a couple yes. things that are of, of note. And we talked last week about the new Ghostbusters 2 board game with the, the Kickstarter starting up in April, but they actually had a, a prototype on display that they were running demos and tutorials on. And, uh, you know, it sounds, sounds like they're ready to, to start this this machine, the the crowdfunding machine. But uh, curiously enough to me, did the game look a little small to you, Chris? I'm wondering if it is just an expansion that you get to add on to, you know, the the bigger game. Uh, my reaction, and I really didn't stare at it too hard, was the picture I saw was that it was uh, like a four tile layout. Yeah, it was. It was only four tiles because the the regular game is like sixteen tiles, isn't it? It's a huge board game, isn't but it? it do- but it doesn't have to be. Like we so, didn't touch oh, okay. on all the so, scenarios, and the thing about the the tiles is that they're, uh, well, they're, I don't know about infinitely, but highly configurable because you can lay them out in shapes. Like you know, you can be boring, and you can put a block of uh, a rectangle of them down. You can make a square out of them. You can make you know L shapes, whatever you. As long as they're hooking up face to face, you can. Right. It can be as big or as little as you want, and that's the beautiful part because. As we head along, and since you can make your own scenarios, if you have enough tiles, you can make a, you know, you can cover your whole table and pull out the beer and the Cheetos, and you you and your team <laughs> can play for, you know, eight hours to try to get through to the end if you want it, provided somebody builds the scenario. So I yeah, think run just, your own campaign. the thing is, yeah. is uh, what was the timeline? Uh, half an hour? Two an hour is what the box says on the first game, something like that. Yeah, I yeah, suspect I think that, was right. that what they were doing was they wanted to give people a taste of the game, so they had a simple, small area. If you had a larger uh, one, a it's harder to set up, like space wise, and b people are going to play longer. You don't necessarily want that. You want people to cycle through relatively quick, and keeping it, you know, two by two, two tiles by two tiles. Oh, say that a few times. <laughs> two tiles by two tiles, two tiles, two tiles by two tiles, by two tiles. Seashells, she's over to that. It forces people to the point, which is, here's your guy, here's the bad guy, here's how you shoot the bad guy. Hey, you contained him. Well done. Um, yeah, moving right along. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. If you have a bigger one, okay, people are, I'm going to go look over here. I'm going to go look over here. It's like, if you could just focus your attention to the evil painting in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my suspicion. Like I said, I that's, didn't dig in and I didn't okay. confirm, but I, at a guess, that's what I think they did. Yeah, that, that that would make sense, that it's not indicative of the actual tiles that you'll be getting with the game. It's just more of a, a demonstration of here's what the game mechanics will be. And uh, But, I mean, I, I do love the fact that we could add these pieces, these game me- mechanics onto the old game, and then you could create this giant scenario, as you were saying, where you've got a hundred tiles by a hundred tiles and we will play until the end of time. Great. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, at any rate, uh, Mateo, who, uh, if you go way, way back, uh, 10 million episodes ago, uh, in the cross rip, we had a great uh, interview with him with the first game and he's um, back, he's back, he's out there and he's, he's showing off their latest wares. So, uh, he's back to fight the evil. He will never (laughs) deceive you. But, uh, dun, 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 I, you know they're going to use the word back. They have to use the word back. Of course. It's, it's, I mean, come on. That's just that's the low-hanging fruit for the marketing campaign right there and then, guys. But hey. But now I just want to go listen to the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. <laughs> Working hard. To, never mind. Keep uh, Let's talk about Nas. You want to talk about Nas? Nas, yeah. Nas. Uh, he... He's got, you know, it's it's uh it's not enough to be a multi-platinum million dollar earning uh rapper anymore. You have to have a clothing line, you have to have your own scent, you have to have your own sneaker. Uh, <laughs> and so so Nas is one of those guys, he's got his history clothing line and uh-huh. uh and he just announced that he's going to be doing some Ghostbusters themed items. There's going to be shirts and snapback hats and headphones and jackets and sneakers and a yeah. bike. Did you see the bike? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll there, buddy. Um, they haven't officially told us exactly what it is. This amounted to 
a really stylish uh, announcement of, yeah, of the an announcement video. But then there was an, uh, a couple of articles that came out to accompany the video, and that's that's where the uh, the wares were see. described. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I I think that it, it was a an exclusive to um, one as as often happens on the internet. It was an exclusive to one website, and as soon as people caught wind of it, it went everywhere. It was everywhere. on World Star Hip Hop uh, within you know thirty seconds. Um, all, I, all I saw was the the video from the, the the guys that put it up. Heavy, heavy beast, heavy. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, that was the. Um, they were the it ones. Was the that heavy did beats the... guys. I'm gonna pull up this article, and we're gonna. We're going to read it for you guys. See, I saw the video, and looking at it, I saw all the same stuff you were mentioning, but I was kind of like, they're talking about a clothing thing. Can we automatically, like, I was like, sunglasses probably in. Uh, Headphones? Maybe, maybe not. Like, are they just for for effect? And then, yeah, he's there holding, like, a a Slimer green. That's got to be a Pantone, by the way. We got to go find the Pantone color for... For Slimer green. It's got to be in a style guide somewhere. I'm going to find that. That's my thing. I'm going to go looking now, and I, I will find out what Slimer Green is. It's probably called <laughs> something else, but once we find out what it is, Pantone it'll be 1408, we're going to rename it Slimer, Slimer Green. Green. Slimer Green. So here's here's the uh, the article from XXL Magazine. This was their exclusive, and then they put that Hype Beast uh, video in with it Hype as well. Hype Beast, but that's it. Hype Beast. Um, but so, so here's the actual article. Uh, history clothing is looking to expand in the world of fashion, and today the folks over at Hypebeast have given consumers and fans of the Queen Queensbridge rapper an exclusive look at history's upcoming collaboration. Teaming up with the Ghostbusters franchise, the Godson's clothing brand looks to reach a bigger audience with their latest offering. In the exclusive Hype Beast clip shot at Sony Pictures, the rapper is seen sporting a few pieces of his next collaboration. According to the publication, the History Times Ghostbusters collection will be compromised of er, comp- <laughs> uh, compromised of several garments, including graphic T-shirts. You did it again. You did it again. Did I say it again? Comp- comprised. Oh, you know what? Because they they wrote they, com- oh. compromised. They, well, you they, have an excuse. You're tired, but yeah. Come Anyways, on. Keep going. Comprised. Keep going. comprised. They meant to though. say comprised. Uh, of several garments, including graphic t-shirts, long sleeve tees, sweatshirts, jackets, snapbacks, and more. The entire collection will focus on the history and popularity of the American supernatural comedy franchise and will feature several signature Ghostbuster graphics throughout the apparel line. Um, they don't have a release date, but uh, XXL Magazine promises that they will let you know when they have more. So... Um, yeah, you know, more, more coming. All the stuff that I saw in the video looked really cool. There's a t-shirt that, uh, has the temple of Zul on it that I thought was particularly interesting. Yeah. If it, if I'm at a guess, cause we can only see bits of it, but I believe it says, um, Ghostbusters world horror tour. Ah, aha. and it's got that beautiful, um, long shot of the, of the rooftop temple as the lightning bolts from the the gatekeeper and the key master shoot up to the door. Um, that is a fantastic shirt. And my yeah. fear is, is that this is a, a, a fancy, uh, fancy urban label, you know, appealing to the, um, discerning, uh, <laughs> you're worried owner, about price tag, aren't sweat. you? Yeah. That's what it's coming down. I, to. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm worried about price tag too. The I, hats, I like, I I'm can sure. live without the shoes. We talked about before, like the other, the, the Australian, uh, shoes. I'm like, I can live with, they're cool. Go get them, everybody. I don't need them. Uh, the jackets are kind of cool, but I'm, eh. The glasses, I know the the Ghostbusters of British Columbia will be all over. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Todd Whalen and uh, what's-his-name in particular, uh, members of the Douchebusters, because uh, they kind of made their <laughs> own. Ryan. They made their own sunglasses, and here's now off- official ones with the hazard striping down the, the arms. Um the well, the bike I don't need. Uh, fantastic as it, as it probably will look. Uh, we get to see a good shot of it. Headphones, those are kind of cool. I'm not a headphones guy, but that shirt. I mean, all the shirts are cool, right? The one that's like um, um, history. Uh, uh, the label name H uh, H I S T R Y. 
Is that right? That has, has, has the sort HST, of no, the no ghost logo on they, the breast pocket. That one? Is no, that, no. Like they, that have jacket? It, they have it in oh. big, big slimed letters. And I'm back in slime numbers is 84. That one's uh, pretty good, too. That one I'd probably wear. Uh, but, man, that world horror tour um, with the rooftop temple. But, uh, <laughs> but how much, right? Like I know. How much? It reminds <laughs> me of when Mark Echo did all of the Star Wars, like the hoodies that were uh, uh, $200. God, and yeah. everybody wanted them, but they were completely ridiculously expensive. So Hard to bring it to Ghostbusters, remember when Bathing Ape in Japan, of a, you know, a similar. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, Urban Line, where they tapped into Ghostbusters unofficially, I think. No, it was official. I think it was official, yeah, because they, they, they had logos and stuff. I see. Yeah, yeah. Somebody and, pointed out, though, no ghost. The the no symbol has been incorporated into it, but the ghost hasn't, isn't featured anywhere. I wonder I wonder why that is, or I wonder if these are maybe prototypes that they, they made without the actual copywritten logo or something beforehand, or shall maybe make, that's just part of the... Shall we make a pod, podcast bet? Yeah, let's do it. I think their designers sat down and went, there are Ghostbusters logo on t-shirts at Target. We are not Target. Oh, we want Ghostbusters. We want to. We want to tap into that '84 cool, but uh, we need to distinguish ourselves from all the other ones. And I think that's that's my bet. Oh, that's that's a yeah, that's a good idea. And maybe that's it's the bet. sort of simplified. You know, when you see like the Mondo uh, simplified posters, Stylized, if, yeah, yeah. If we pull those details out, you still get the same. Uh, you know, it still evokes the same feeling as that logo. But I and I huh. mean, some people may complain that it's a bit disrespectful to. Uh, uh, Michael C. Gross. I argue the other way because that man is a, a designer by training. Uh, training. If I'm right in the reason why they did it, I think he would agree um, uh, with that decision. That they're you know, and <laughs> to also to a degree, that man turned the no thing so iconic. You can take the ghost out, and people still go. I, absolutely, no. That's a great point. When you're when you're on a metro train and they have all of those no smoking, no radios, no pets. Uh, yeah. Everybody thinks <laughs> he, Ghostbusters. Everybody has, immediately thinks he Ghostbusters. Has, he has overwritten international symbols that existed years <laughs> before he did his. Like he basically overwrote them in people's minds. So um, I can kind of see it. I mean, I'd love more with the, the ghost on it. But uh, another part of me is going, I like the secret too. I like the the the, the crypto fan. Like the being yeah. so cool that it doesn't have to. Actually, actually have to fly the that flag it's, for it's not the world to see. Nerdy, yeah, exactly. When you wear one of those brands and you're the one that knows that it's the fruity Odie bar from Serenity, and nobody yeah. else does, you're like, yeah, I'm well, cool. Well, like the 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 history in slime with '84 and slime on the back. That you have to be a real fan to know what that one is. Yeah, yeah. So, I just I, I like you. I have a feeling that these are going to be very expensive. $100 a pop. They're going to be very limited. It's going to be the people that that stand in line out in front of undefeated and they, you know, wait all day for these limited edition uh threads. So I I would be willing to bet you are correct on that, but we'll see. Maybe they will be mass produced and maybe we'll see them somewhere out there, but I I somehow doubt it. But uh, uh I have I yeah. I haven't polished up my hip hop cred in so long i i don't know if i have any left to spend you got it you just just dig deep dig deep chris you got this uh hey speaking of uh things that we can't afford do you want to talk about these life-size slimers because i can't oh, afford sure. either of them right now but this is super cool this is like a like discussing what would you do if you owned a plane let's let's have this discussion <laughs> well when i have my private jet i would yeah no, they're okay. So this is this is the story of let's let's keep our Batman versus Superman theme going here. We have two Slimers dueling each other, even though I think they are identical to each other with a couple of small differences. We have a life-size uh, Slimer coming from NECA, yeah. then we also have a life-sized Slimer coming from Hollywood Collectibles. The difference between the two, and this is my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here, Chris, but the NECA Slimer is probably a little bit over $300, $400, and it's going to be foam, where the Hollywood Collectibles version is going to be a hard fiberglass uh, with more detail in it, and it's going to be over 1000 bucks. That seems to be the difference. They are... Um, small variations of materials aside, the effects that has on, you know, painting and coloring and all that, they're identical. Um, yeah, the photos I, look identical to me. 
Yeah, well, no, I've seen them, and they do. There's a color difference, like the foam. Oh. In order to put like a textile paint on a foam or whatever, it tends to be a lot brighter. Whereas the Hollywood collectibles is a much, you know, it's on a what it fiberglass or whatever. It tends it seems to a little bit more muted. Mm. Again, okay, that may so just be the photo, that, yeah. but the ones I saw, they did seem to distinguish. But in terms of whatever mold they're coming from, which they're both supposed to be coming from, an actual you know official sculpt. Um, uh, boy, they, um, I've been meaning to go look through old photos to see if I can find like a production photo or something. Uh, it doesn't, it reminds me of something is what it is and I can't figure out exactly what it, yeah. what Slimer it is. I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, because. But it's not quite the Slimer from the first movie and it's definitely not the Slimer from the second movie. Yeah. It almost reminds me there was, uh, there's a photo that I think Steve Johnson posted at one point where. Slimer kind of has this confused, like he's making this ooh face, and because you see yeah. the eyes and sort of the angular, the top of his head is a little narrower and thinner, um, but he's not making that face in this particular mold. So I don't, to me, he doesn't he doesn't quite look as rounded as the original Slimer, but he also doesn't look like the egg shape that you kind of had in the. Uh, in the the second film, so yeah, know, he's he, kind of it's a hybrid or something. It looks it looks a little funky, and I just can't put my finger on it. It's not wrong. Like it looks it it suits. Like if somebody held it up and said uh, that had only seen Ghostbusters, you know, somewhere south of ten times rather than hundreds of times, and you said <laughs> this is the one that you see in the movie, most people would go, yeah, totally, right? Like it's it's a it's a solid one. I kind of wondering if maybe it was what the end of the the concept process, like it was a, a sculpt they did. And, yeah, like a maquette or something that was yeah, done like a as, final as a maquette, reference or something. And then from yeah. there, it, they were like, do that, just make it for a movie. And uh, mm. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to own either one. I, 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 yeah, that's <laughs> right. I can't, I can't afford either one of them. They're very cool. I would love to have a life-size Slimer and the space to put a life-size Slimer in. Well, let, let's be very, very clear, though. What they have tapped in, into very, very nicely is... Uh, NECA is turning out to be the fan franchise uh, must-buy this year. Yeah. If you're a yeah. fan franchise that likes to show up at conventions, you know, and usually that's four-plus people, so it's not too hard for a group to pool together 400 bucks to go get yourself a, a fantastic-looking Slimer to, to put on display. The fiberglass one, which, when you think about it, would probably be better for conventions. Be a bit more durable, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is very much for the high-end, you know, collectors. The guy with the, you know, he's got the basement downstairs that has, you know, actual costumes uh, and props the purchased from... the in it. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Well, I remember the, the uh, what was the show with uh, Profiles in History? What was that show they had about the those guys? Oh, about all of the, yeah. The, the collectors and all that. And you saw those guys' houses, right? They always had that one big room, and its sole purpose was to display the movie props. And this is what this comes off as. It's um, There's other ones. I don't think it's Hollywood Collectibles. I can't remember the name of the company, but they made, like, replicas of um, the robot from Forbidden uh, Forbidden planet and stuff like that oh but yeah i mean well, there's planet. a few of those there's like efx that makes all of those fiber optic uh like the starships uh and, yeah. and stuff that super cool i take pictures every time i go to a convention i know i will never own one but i will always have pictures of them that's just what it amounts to yeah well there are some people that you know they they hit you know the an age and a discretionary income and depending on how <laughs> How how their internal uh, emotional life's going? They either decide that uh, a shiny red sports car is what will fix themselves, or they think they're fine, and what they really need is a uh, a life size Slimer <laughs> statue in the basement. Um, so you know, I, I they're they're fantastic, and I would I'd really like to know who's going to pick up the thousand dollar ones because I guarantee you there's other stuff in their their den downstairs that we'll oh, kill yeah. to see. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know. We've never really talked about it, but like we, well, we've talked about you know. I collect. We, you know, and, and I'm not. Uh, I, I, everybody's a particular type of collector, and I tend to be a collector of old stuff from the movie and a few items you know that I purchased from Michael C. Gross, and that was the way I found out that there is this group of fan collectors that 
they're no, they're not really anywhere near the day to day online community stuff. Like we may have bumped into them over the years as they drop in or drop out, but most likely they lurk. And they're guys that they love the movie. They don't really care about interacting with us. They just and they are serious collectors. And I have you know people offer me for certain things. I have like they're interested in getting it themselves. These are the guys that I think will be dropping the money on uh, you know yeah. an official pull from a, a you know a movie sculpt. Yeah, these this. are the 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 people that own museum quality pieces that are behind museum quality glass uh, in their. Third yeah. or fourth houses, uh, <laughs> that, well, or their third or fourth guest houses that they can put exactly. this stuff into. Yeah. Well, the profiles and histories auctions, you know, then there's things in there. It's like, boy, if you got ten thousand dollars to drop on, you know, uh, Harold Ramis's Ghostbusters two jumpsuit, you're probably okay with a thousand dollars for a life. Yeah, you're slider. probably all right. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe it's indicative of me getting older, Chris. Um, you know, maybe I'm Shut just up. old and tired. You but, p- listen, peanut. Ah, <laughs> uh, with the peanut. Uh, but hey, I I was really excited about a card game. I mean, I was excited about Life Size Slimer, but uh-huh. I was a little more excited about Uno because uh, news <laughs> came out that you know. Uh, Uno, the game that I played every time I was snowed in during blizzards uh, back uh-huh. in Colorado, uh, it's coming and it's gonna have a Ghostbuster spin on it uh, from Mattel in May. But uh, I'm I'm sure that this is the first of many of these kind of tie-ins. There's probably oh, gonna yeah. be a, you know, Ghostbusters Monopoly, Ghostbusters, guess who, Ghostbusters, the the flamethrower. It's it's all coming in May. It sounds well. We like. know there's a Ghostbusters Monopoly coming. Right, right. Also in um, May, I think May is yeah. May is going to be that date where everything hits the shelves because they're trying to to you know, get the hype up. I didn't think about uh, uh, Uno, for example. Until, <laughs> you know, I knew about the Monopoly, and we're like, oh yeah, they're going to make lots of Ghostbusters stuff. It'll be great. And then they put out Uno. I said, oh my god, they're going to put it on everything. And part of me started going, oh boy, like uh, if they're doing Monopoly, where's my uh, where's my Ghostbusters clue? I really want Ghostbusters yeah. Clue. Oh man! Like stuff like that. Like actually, you know what? If nobody's planning it, contact me. I'm sure we can put one together. I let's would put, love yeah, to let's it. put. Because I, <laughs> I have the Doctor Who Clue, and and the game mechanics that they introduced into that are fantastic. So I I could I would love yeah, to see what they would do with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That'd Absolutely, be awesome. I would definitely buy that. The Monopoly, well, maybe uh, Uno. Yeah. That's an easy buy. It's pretty yeah. inexpensive. Uno piece of, I mean, that's, I've consider that in my shopping cart already. That's going to be one of those things. Uh, because again, yeah, there's those, those times that you're just sitting at home, you're having a beer, you want to play a quick game. Uno is one of those games. And if it's Ghostbusters themed, all the better. Why not? And it suits really nicely with the, uh, the Ghostbusters, uh, deck of cards that came out there through Kickstarter. Yeah. Oh, those are great. Yeah, the art yeah. on those is fantastic too. Somebody pointed out that this one's very stripped down again, right? It's there's not really character art or anything. It was, hmm. but then Uno is a very you know simple. Um, it's supposed to be a visually simple series of cards. So yeah, uh, I think in a toss up between spending more money to license as well as going through a Sony. Uh, likeness approval process, eh, it's simpler to just kind of <laughs> boil it down <laughs> yeah. to some basics. Keep keep it simple, and I'm sure there's going to be you know like a, a Slimer card or something in there that uh, makes the game a little unique and a little yeah. different than regular Uno. But uh, they want to keep it in the the same price range as the the regular game too, right? You don't want yeah. who are you yeah. convinced to buy Uno at <laughs> twice the price, right? Other than thousand dollar Uno, right? I know like four people. <laughs> They're the ones that are going to be buying that Slimer. You know it. Um, but hey, yeah. So uh, get ready. Few few rounds of cards are definitely in the in the uh, in the cards for you. <laughs> oh God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I was about to say I'm that's so a tired, tired guy joke, buddy. Yeah, but hey, speaking of blizzards, did you hear about Leslie Jones having to cancel her um, her stand up date in Colorado because of the blizzard that happened last week? No, I missed that. Um, she she was supposed to play at the Colorado State University campus, and they had like sixteen inches of snow the night before that she was supposed to fly in, and so her flight was canceled. They had to cancel the show. Um, snow CS, in Colorado? That doesn't sound right. That sounds no. What what are the odds of this? But uh, so she rescheduled the date and uh and it was really funny because there was a twitter back and forth between her and the colorado state university uh twitter account 
where they were disappointed that she wasn't there. She was disappointed that she wasn't there. And then you watch them work out the rescheduling of the actual show <laughs> in Amazing. live real time. And so, of course, then she shows up. She goes a couple days later after the blizzard subsides. She packs the place. It was a sold out crowd. I saw a lot of really good reactions to it. And uh, and it seems like a lot of people that were at the show are are even more excited for Ghostbusters now that they've seen her perform stand up. Uh, yeah, big ups for her because university comedy uh, sets are generally regarded as you know short of British comedy crowds. <laughs> They're oh, a hard man. one. It's hard. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld. Several comedians have said they'll never play colleges again because of the the crowds that you get who are too cynical or uh, you know too. Too drunk, too rowdy. Too drunk, too rowdy, you <laughs> uh, name it, right? But yeah, I mean, she, it sounds like she, she really, uh, she knocked blew it. the roof off. Uh, knocked it and, out of the park, yeah. Which was good because I'm sure there was a lot of snow on the roof. Totally <laughs> a, a good thing for them. But uh, yeah, very, very cool. Um, we have a few other smaller news items that would have been in a, a Ghostbusters on the March, but they're actually, we, we kept this at a manageable rate of news this week. So we didn't it's have to bad. go to our, our headline news, but we have to talk about the little golden books because I think that that is something that you are excited, That's that big your news, son Troy. is excited about. This is big news, Troy. This is, this is big news. I mean, the little golden books are something that I grew up on. My parents actually grew up on the little golden books. This is... I, I don't think there's ever been a Ghostbusters little golden book, right? Nope. Never. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you don't know what a little golden book is, what's wrong with you? But also it's... You've uh, seen it. Everybody's seen, seen one. Yeah. The art style is very specific. They are the the small books that were read to you as a kid as you were drifting off to sleep and your parents just wanted you to go to bed so you could so they, they could go do things and have a life without you. I'm sorry. It's the cold, hard truth. Uh, but these little golden books are, are fantastic in design and the way that they tell the story. And uh, and it sounds like they're going to do them for the old Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, and then also the new Ghostbusters film. That's right. Well, I mean, we only found out uh, because Amazon listings went up and no covers, unfortunately, but there's four listings. So, you know, the imagination can run, can run wild. Like, does that mean... One Ghostbusters 1, maybe a Ghostbusters 2, two Ghostbusters 1, two new Ghostbusters. Who knows, mm, right? Like, yeah. Uh, will they mimic the, the movie? Will they tell a different tale? Um, I mean, it's good timing. Because uh, some people kind of forget that, boy, it's probably pushing about 10 years ago now. But um, those things have been publishing since like the 50s, if not older. I think the oldest one... I found and added to my son's collection was like 59. Wow. Um, well, I mean, and, yeah, all of the Disney films like Pinocchio and Sleeping yeah, there's Beauty. Yeah, all had, the Disney yeah. animated ones up to, and speaking of Disney, they reached a point um, about 10 years ago where, I don't know, somebody sat down and went, it's too expensive or can we make it cheaper or something? And they they changed it to a soft cover Oh no! Uh, and they, they did. They oh yeah. Uh, I've I've <laughs> I have a couple here somewhere for my son. But oh, and that's they have, blasphemy! And and then printed since it's since it's not uh, cardboard covers with paper inside. There's no real thickness to them to put a uh, that gold foil spine on it. The square right. metal spine. Right. So what they have it's a saddle stapled little booklet, and then they have the goldish color it's not even a gold ink or anything but a goldish mustardy color uh facsimile of the old ones down the side yeah well the best part is they tanked people stopped buying them in droves and they went wait why and people went because because children since the 50s remember these right the minute it loses its charm it loses its charm and then they don't go oh i should get this for my niece my grandson my son my daughter my wedding (laughs) And then since then, they brought it back, and of course, sales went through the roof, and they started throwing everything through that. They went back, and they got all the Disney movies that they missed before. Um, uh, Pixar jumped in there, like the, like no tomorrow. If there was a Pixar movie, they went in, they not only told the movie stories, but they told side stories, and they put them out there. And just mm-hmm. recently... Um, a series of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I've, I've got those sitting right here, the, yeah. the three Star Wars ones. I am yeah. a droid. I am a pilot. I yeah. am a Jedi. The, those ones are fantastic. Um, and again, in the post-Pixar era where these people have, 
you know, there's a lot of artists and animators and all that that have been encouraged to make, you know, to kind of, you know, the, 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 a lot of those styles. Um, uh, boy, Star Wars Rebels is 3D, obviously, but if you drew them 2D, again, there's kind of this hearkening back to these stylized 50s and 60s um, characterizations and stuff like this rather than the, the classic Disney. It is perfect, right? Like, um, that Pixar guy that did the uh, the horror movies uh, as as if they were done Pixar style. Like, again, a lot of people said he needs to make those. Like, <laughs> Little Golden Book needs to do a one-off adult edition of, of his... <laughs> His him uh, retelling like the classic, you know, Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby in that Pixar art style and things like. Anyways, yes, I'm excited. I'm very very excited because I had those as a kid. I absolutely loved them. And uh, before my son came along, I scoured every uh, Value Village and Salvation Army in Vancouver, and he was born with a collection of 130 some odd little golden books. Yeah, that's great. That's neat. And those are things that you can enjoy together. And then, you know, when he grows up, he can then pass, uh, pass down and, you know, it's like, they're great for adults and kids. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's super cool. And the art style again, like you were saying, Chris, uh, you know, pe- people use it as as creative direction. Make them look like little golden books. So yeah, it, it's going to be cool to see what they do with with Ghostbusters. Um, we'll be we'll be buying doubles in this house, obviously. So oh hey, uh, send me one while you're at it. Triple uh, hey, copies, then. Triple triple copies. Um, Tribeca Film Festival. If you are not aware, that's coming up in April, and there's some good news that we didn't get to last week that the uh, Ghost Heads. Uh, documentary is going to be screening. It's one of the special selections. I don't know if that means that it's not in competition, but it's, it's a special selection of the Tribeca film festival. And uh, yeah, I don't think special selections compete. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, all of these film festivals have a lot of rules that uh, in order to be in competition, you have to do this. You can't appear here. You can't have a distribution deal with this. And so, but at at any rate, um, it's really good to see that they're going to be screening this film at a big venue like the Tribeca Film Festival. It's going to be everybody's, you know, with the exception of the C2E2 clips that were shown, this is going to be everybody's first look at the documentary film. I am sure that Brendan Mertens, if he's listening to this right now, is like, I've got to get this cut done. We have to get this movie finished. It's got to be on a big movie screen in April, and and they've probably got a lot of work to do. But, hey, that's that's a great milestone for them. That's uh, really exciting news. So hopefully if you're in the area, if you're in the New York area, go check it out. Buy yourself a ticket. I'm sure there's going to be a Q&A with you know, Brendan and the producers and maybe a few other people afterwards. So it'll be a great event. Uh, definitely go check it out. I wish I could make it out yeah. there. Go see it and then tell us all about it. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call in line is 4702 GBHQIC. That'll do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Not bad, Chris. You know, we, we didn't have to do a Ghostbusters on the march. We're coming in under an hour. That's a shame there, Buster. <laughs> I'm so looking forward it, to Buster. the next one. <laughs> Tune up yeah. your monkey bars. I don't know. I have uh, I, Monkey I, bars? I, yeah, Tune, I can't. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, what do I remember? Uh, boy, I can't even remember all the cool terms for a gun. Your heater. <laughs> pull out your heater. Your hog leg. Your heater. Yeah. Uh, and Orphan Papers. That's my favorite. Orphan Papers. Wow, that's... Orphan, do you know what Orphan Ooh. Papers is? No, I mean, it's that's dark and morbid. Bad checks. Oh, bad checks? Yeah, you're passing you're passing around Orphan Papers all around town there, Buster. <laughs> you're going to jail. Or, yeah, Orphan Papers. 
you've been smooching all around town. Yeah, and remember, <laughs> that's the greatest generation, and they make fun of every, every, all the slang. Yeah, make, all of they, the slang and the, the... Brody, what's that? <laughs> oh, shut up, Grandpa. Yeah. I, you. I read Mickey Spillane. Shut up. <laughs> well, uh, Chris, do you, do you have any final thoughts for this week's episode? This is our, our first week in April. Uh, you know, spring springtime is among us. What, what you yeah. got? I got a final thought and a final taunt. Uh-oh, final taunt. Yeah, final thought first. Uh, Craig, as in Craig and Abigail, uh, shaved his beard. What? No. Yeah, don't do that, Craig. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Abigail's happy about it either. He had a, he had a, he had what we would call a, um, uh, a contemporary beard. That man had a the current... Uh, acceptable uh, woodsman length. Yeah, man. Beard I, was, going. I was jealous when we met that guy at Ghost Core uh, in yeah. person, dude. Craig, that that beard is rocking. How how could you? Yeah. Think I of the know. children. Think of I the know. people. Well, he may have. Maybe he donated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but right. I don't know. Don't don't do it. <laughs> Somebody asked him. He was like, "That was like I think over a year." I was like, "Oh, it's gonna take a long time." He's gonna he's gonna be merely like world's most interesting man length by the time Ghostbusters comes around to theaters. Yeah. So all right. So are you gonna taunt him then? Is that is that what oh, the taunt no. is here? No, the taunt's you. Uh oh. All right. So, somebody uh, who's got two thumbs and got to play uh, the Ghostbusters Dimension, uh, Lego Dimension. Oh, you did this it. This guy. Yeah, I cracked wow. it open. I cracked it open. What is life like now? Tell me, Chris. Wonderful. I'll tell you right now, the best part about it is the game's been out for so long and I've been picking up the fun packs and all that. Um, And the reason I cracked it open is I was down in Seattle for Easter weekend. And the Easter Sunday sale they had was at Toys R Us. The fun packs, the two characters, like the character and the the vehicle or thingy, they were two for one, or uh, buy one get one. No, man, that's a steal. And that's I hadn't picked idea. up. I hadn't picked up the Stay Puffed yet, so I, I was like, great. So yeah, I got like I walked away with uh, four different fun packs, and the uh, the level packs were uh, buy one get the second one forty percent off. Wow. And <laughs> I got You're saved. Stock. Well, because. <laughs> Because I thought they were uh, the the level packs were forty percent off. I didn't read carefully enough. I'm getting old. I need glasses. I'm going to see the optometrist tomorrow. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> come closer. I can't see you. I want to hit you. Um, what? Hey. What? Uh, I thought it just said forty percent off, so I took up. I was like, I'll get the Doctor Who. I was like, this is great. I got the the Cyberman and Dalek fun pack. I'll get the Doctor Who. Uh, and she was like, Oh no, it's buy one and get forty percent. I was like, Ooh, okay, never mind. I'm not. I. You know, I'm saving some money, but you know, Canadian dollars not great. That's not helping me out. I'll just leave that here. Get home and realize, oh, I had the Doctor Who already. <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been gathering but not playing, and I had actually forgotten some of the stuff I had picked up. Oh um, man! But you were but able to it, cruise through it and actually play it. Uh, yeah, I'm still. I mean, I didn't get too far in it. Uh, hell, I didn't even build anything for the most part. <laughs> I got the figures and a bunch of uh, empty discs, and I got to figure out a way to label them. Boring Batmobile. <laughs> um, but no, they also had these wonderful display cases for minifigs. You know, they have all these blind bag minifig series, right? Like, right. For twenty bucks each, and they were on sale. They have these um, tops and bottoms are styled like the red Lego bricks, but they have these clear plexiglass, eight clear plexiglass things with a a little gray uh, foot plate, like their basic plate that slides in and out, and you can just snap your little collectible minifig on there well it's perfect for somebody who wants to store all their lego dimensions uh oh, man figures. That's great. so yeah i cracked it open but that's <laughs> that's the best part about buying it in october and not playing until now is that i fire it up and they're <laughs> and they're like you know, off to you know the land of Oz to solve this thing, and they built it all around. It'll just be the base three, and I'm sitting there. I got a team of like six and a vehicle, and, <laughs> and then like, come follow this way to get the thing, and don't worry about that. You need somebody with a silver power. I'm like like a Cyberman, Cyberman to them. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. You need somebody with tracking. I got that here, Shaggy. <laughs> I'm just. 
so smashing I, your way through yeah, with them. Yeah. Every single time they're like, you won't be able to do this for a while because the figure's not out. I'm like, that figure came out five, yeah, like, no, five months ago. It. Here I go. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like the time that I played World of Warcraft with a guy who, like, that was his whole life and he just went <laughs> around and smashed things and I got all of the XP and it was the easiest time I've ever had playing a video game. But Yeah, it is super fun. Um, what I'm waiting for is there's no Egon, uh, which is a bit of a shame, but if he ever comes along, my Doctor Who came with not one but two... Um, Sonic screwdrivers. Oh. So for the moment, Doc Brown has the extra Sonic screwdriver, which, you know. Dr. Egon Spangler with a Sonic screwdriver, that's. I know, right? My nerd brain just exploded. I know. Man. All right. Well, uh, you know, maybe when this book is done, I can grow a totally sweet Craig beard and (laughs) I'll actually be able to uh, play Lego Dimensions and uh, I'll remember what life is like. It'll be great. It'll be so, so sweet. It's summertime. What are you going to do, Troy? Stay indoors. Stay indoors and grow a beard. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink gold Cadillacs. Yep. Actually, I, uh, I know what I'm going to rename it. I haven't figured out the recipe yet, but I know what the name for the tweaked recipe is. Oh, well, save it. Save it. We're going to we'll do it. it on the next episode then. I got two taunts then. All right. All right. Two taunts. I'm not telling you what the second one is, though. Oh, uh, okay. All right. All right. We'll get to the second one. And, and until we get to that second one, everybody stay tuned because... I don't, I don't know what he's going to taunt me about, and it might get dangerous, so I might need an adult and I might need help. So just, just stay tuned for my own well-being, okay? All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. They're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. Next week, though, careless pets. Weird.